Hello, this is Peter Jonathan Robertson with the 40th episode from the PJ Archive. It's a phone interview I did in the spring of 2000 with the brilliant British singer-songwriter Kirsty McColl to promote her fifth studio album, Tropical Brainstorm. That would also turn out to be her final album, as Kirsty tragically died in December that year. This interview was about places she'd lived throughout her life, and first I needed a few personal details, including her age. As long as you get it right. <laughs> what Somebody is it? in the Daily Mail gave me a fantastic review, and then right at the end they said I was 45. Right, what are you I'm then? I'm 40. Okay. <laughs> and um, are we allowed to say roughly where you live in this? Um, West London. West London's is that fine. Too vague? Absolutely. And may we know if you have a family? Yes. I live with my boyfriend and two sons it's from right. my previous okay. marriage. That's all the sort of personal intrusion right. I shall give you. Um, this album obviously has a sort of South American Latin feel to it. Mm-hmm. Is that a part of the world you're heavily connected with? Well, it's a, it's a part of the world that I've always been very um, interested in, yes. It's always been with me, but it's become more pronounced as the years go by. Um, I mean, in general, I like... Um, I like heat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? So I like visiting places that are hot as opposed to visiting places that are cold. And for me, um, I, don't, I think South America's like the Wild West, really. I think it's the sort of last Wild West. When did you discover it yourself? Um, well, I had friends from that part of the world, and I've liked the music from that part of the world for sort of many years, but I didn't really go to that sort of part of the world till 92. Right. So it took me quite a long time to actually get there. Are you a Glory Esther fan fan? No. <laughs> Do you know, her dad was a, ba- was a bodyguard for Batista. <laughs> one, one imagines with a name like yours that you come from Scotland. Would that be right? No, my dad was Scottish, but I was born in Croydon. Oh, yes. My dad was a folk singer. He's very famous. So what about your mum's side of the family? Uh, my mum's from Lincolnshire... And she's a choreographer. Are you quite interested in your roots? Do you, are you interested in your Scottish roots or your Lincolnshire roots at all? Um, well, I've, but, you know, uh, they're kind of sort of fairly tenuous, I think. I mean, I'm, I do feel more Celtic than English. Right. Um, I don't... I'm not much good on the stiff upper lip thing. That's probably some, another reason why I like South Americans, because they're not either. Yeah. <laughs> And, and what kind of a place did you, uh, were you born and brought up in in the Croydon area? Um, I grew up in, well, it was actually in a place called Selvedon. Yes, I know Selvedon. Yeah. yeah. I've just been to Ikea in Croydon this morning, by the way. Have you? I just thought you'd be interested to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in, well, I started in East Croydon, moved to, moved to Selvedon when I was about six or seven, and lived there, um, you know, till I was 18. Were they quite nice houses that you lived in when you were a kid? Yeah, it was. Um, we had a lot of um, open sort of space around us. It, there was there were very few houses in my road, and um, we backed onto a lot of green belt, mm. which was really nice because we used to all go and play in the woods and stuff. You know, quite a few children in your family. Uh, no, there was. Well, I have an older brother, but he was much older. But I used to play with the other kids in the street. And was there much music around when you were a kid? Only um, coming from my radio. 
Right. <laughs> was that like a bit of an escape, sort of Radio Luxembourg or something? Uh, yeah, I remember listening to that and Radio London as well. Oh, yes, in the old days. Yeah, when I was very little. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and wh- when did you first leave home? What kind of a place did you get? Um, when I was 18, I left home and moved in with my boyfriend at the time into a flat in Thornton Heath. Oh, right, not very far then. Not very far, no. And what sort of a place was that? Oh, uh, it was, um, it was pretty crummy. Well, the, the trouble was that there was a couple downstairs who were, who, and, um, the bloke in that couple was constantly beating up his girlfriend, which was oh. really unpleasant to have to, you know, listen yeah. to it and very unnerving and scary. Yeah, yeah. Was it a typical sort of first place for a couple to get? Well, I suppose, yeah, it was just a rented, you know, it was, it was the sort of um, upstairs of a, of a kind of, um, you know, two, I don't know, two up, two down, really. It was a part of a terraced road, I think. I presume you were already a musician by that stage. Yeah. Were you already dreaming of having a big rock star mansion one day? <laughs> Um, no, I just, I didn't, I just really wanted to move to London. I didn't really want to live in Thornton Heath. Right. Because wasn't Croydon built as a sort of, uh, meant to take the pressure off London? Wasn't that the idea of being built? Well, I wanted to move back and put the pressure on London. <laughs> so when did it, where did you go from there, from that first little place with your boyfriend? Uh, well, I split up with him and moved to a flat in Chiswick as, a, as an extra person in a flat share thing. What was that like? That was in a block of flats. It was the first time I'd ever seen um, cockroaches in great numbers, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds a bit rough. Yeah. Did that make you quite ambitious, having that sort of roughness to deal with? Um, I don't know, really. I, I kind of... I didn't really take that much interest in my, you know... I wasn't really driven by the the desperate need for comfort although i think i would have been if i if i'd been older right you know but um i think at that age you just want to you don't really care sort of you only go back to a place to sleep you know and not always then so yeah quite <laughs> <laughs> and have you lived in lots of lots of places around london yeah. after that yeah. yeah well i stayed at a friend's flat in pimlico for a bit um i lived in kilburn in um Shepherd's Bush and Notting Hill Gate. Well, Labrick Grove. When your career really took off, did you buy yourself a spanking mansion, or what happened? Um, well, no, I was living in a... I had a really nice flat in um, Shepherd's Bush, and um, when I um, met the guy that I got married to, we both sold... We, we got rid of our places, basically, and bought a house um, further west. It's... Yeah. Um, it's big. I've got a studio in it. I've got a lovely garden, which I spend as much time in as possible. Right. Um, I'm more really into gardening than, than house stuff, but I have painted various bits of my house, and um, it's got a very strong sort of um, Mexican influence running through it. Oh, right. <laughs> now, a lot of people as successful as you in the business have sort of bought sort of big places in the Buckinghamshire area or something like that, or the Surrey or whatever. But you're quite keen on staying in central London, are you? Yeah, I'd rather live in London than in the country, really. I mean, the country's all right to go and visit, but I wouldn't want to live there, you know. Why is that? Can you explain it? Well, I, I like um, having access to, well, A, a lot of my friends. I'm quite near, you know, I'm near enough to the airport so that if I go away, it doesn't take me two hours to get home when I come back. Um, <clears throat> you know, from Heathrow, I mean. And, um... Yeah, I've got everything I want right here. I've got no desire to move to somewhere 
bigger, you know. To what extent do you use, you know, London in the West End and all that sort of, in its facilities and so on? Well, I like, um, I like meeting friends in town and going out for dinner and stuff like that. I don't go clubbing very often, but very occasionally I'll go to a club and what have you. You know, I just think it's nice to be, have everything so accessible, really. I like going to gigs. And do you hold big uh, rock star parties at your house, ever? Well, I don't know about rock star parties. I mean, the <laughs> <laughs> there's no rock stars here, but <laughs> all my, <laughs> I do have good parties and uh, my mates usually enjoy them. May we know if anyone distinguished has been round to your house? Um, oh, God, they've all been round here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends at different stages in, uh, you know, there's been different stages in my life, really. It was, I don't know, when I first moved in, my ex-husband was working with the Rolling Stones and we had um, Keith Richards round and he helped us move some furniture. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do, exactly? Um, we, he carried, well, we only had one sofa, so we had, to ch- we had to put it in whichever room we were sitting in. So to go and listen to music in another room, we had to move the sofa in there. So is, is your house well, well suited for parties, that sort of thing? Oh, yeah, but I think, um, I think your mentality has to be well suited for parties. I think that's part of, you know... I mean, it's not posh, my house, so I'm not kind of precious about people, you know, putting oh. drinks on the carpets, really. <laughs> <laughs> How many bedrooms have you got there? Um, hang on, one, two, five. The hesitation was enough to impress. Oh, <laughs> is, there, is there much evidence of your career in the house? Have you got sort of gold discs all over the place and things? No, I give them all to my mum. Right, is that because you're embarrassed or you're modest? Or well, no, because she really likes them and I can't be bothered, you know. Right, and where does she live now? She lives um, about a mile away from me. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Is that very important to you, to have your mum quite close, to keep your feet on the ground, or what? Well, no, it's not to keep my feet on the ground. It's just, um, it's just that she used to live quite a long way away, and when she was, as she was getting older, it was a bit, um, you know, I just worried that if she wasn't very well or anything, it would be quite hard to go and see her, you know. In the country or around the rest of the world, do you have any other places or any intentions to buy one? No. I haven't got any money to buy another house. <laughs> Come on. No, but nobody believes that, do you? When you're in the public eye, they just assume that you're loaded. Well, I haven't, you know, but even if I did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, don't think, I, I don't want to buy another place. I like travelling. Right. But I think if you had one place that you had to go to all the, you know, every holiday because you had it, do you know what I mean? I think that would mm. be kind of boring. Where else, other than the UK, are you big? Where are you popular as, as a recording artist? Um, well, the current record is doing very well in Italy. Right. But I wouldn't say I'm big in Italy. I don't think they've ever heard of me till this record. Really? No. All right. But you, do you do international tours and things? Yeah, I've done American tours. Right. I mean, I think I'm probably better known in places that are English-speaking, generally, you know. Right. And when you come back, do you always look forward to going back to that lovely home of yours? Yeah. And tell me, a bit more, be a bit more expressive than that. <laughs> yeah isn't much good to well, me. Well, no, I just like, you know, what, what I really like is coming back and seeing the garden and what's been growing while I've been away and kind of um, looking at plants that I'd forgotten I'd planted and going, oh, look, that's come up. Fantastic, <laughs> you know. I, I just... I just like seeing the changes in the seasons, really, through the garden. People probably imagine you have your own gardener and your own butler and stuff, but do you do it all yourself? <laughs> butler! <laughs> 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 oh, classic. <laughs> I'm trying to make you feel good. Uh, no, I've, got some, I've got some help with the garden, though, because I couldn't... The thing is, I could keep on top of the garden if I did it for absolutely full time, but then I couldn't do anything else. Right. So um, I do have some help with the garden, but I don't have a... No, I don't have a butler. <laughs> 
Do you, what, what are the big dreams as far as your home is concerned? Would you like to sort of add an extra floor or anything like that or do anything amazing to it, build a tennis court? Um, I want to, I've got a bathroom that needs a lot of work and um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get to do that this year. Right, oh, that's good. I'm always, I mean, basically, I have long periods of time where I don't have any money and I can't do anything to the house. Yes. And then I have other periods of time where I'm very busy and earning some money, but I don't have the time to do anything. Yeah. So I'm, I would just like to be able to have enough money to be able to do something when I've got the time to do it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but I, I, it sort of comes in, you know, because it's, like, it's not like doing a regular job, so you never know if you're going to earn anything from one year to the next. And if I do, then I sort of usually spend it on the house. Hmm. Do you see yourself staying in that house for quite some time? As long as possible. Really? Yeah. Is that because you've spent so much time and money on it or whatever, or...? Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's just I really, really like it, and I love my garden, and it's great watching trees that I've planted growing up, and, um, you know, as long as I can afford to live here, I will.